Killer, man. And and uh, bum, we didn't get to connect at NAM, but wanted to ask you, how how was NAM for you? Did you get to uh, jam or hang out with anyone that blew your mind or kind of recap it yeah. for us? Oh, it was great, man. I mean, the Randy Rhodes Remembered Show is always my favorite. I've, I've probably done it 14 companies, maybe, <clears throat> you know, throughout the U.S. and every man. And I just absolutely adore those guys. So it's a great group of players, paying tribute to the master, you know, and uh, the game is great. You just get to catch up with all, for me, West Coast friends. And there's, you know, so many that I don't get to see all the time. So and it was, it's just great to meet uh you know, all the companies and, uh, you know, do the NAM thing, man. I think they've done about 13 of them now. <laughs> what uh, what Randy tune did you play at the jam? I did. So this time I did the Suicide Solution, but the live version with the whole Randy Spotlight solo. Nice. Unaccompanied. Yeah. Nice. I love Randy, man. He's the greatest. Who'd you jam it out with? It was all on stage. Um, well, it's always no, it's always Brian Tishy. He's he's the co-founder on drums. Uh, Rudy Sozo on bass. And uh, last year we got to do it with Don Airy. I did Crowley with Don and Rudy, and that was just like ah, oh, yeah, half a blizzard of Oz right there. That's so cool, man. <laughs> but it's great, you know. Andrew Freeman on vocals, killing it this year from Last in Line. Yeah. Um, so we just had a great time. Greg Fox on keyboards. Always, so it's like a family at this point. It's really fantastic show. Good way to start off the year, kind of all in good spirits and everyone jamming and hanging out. What do you got cooking for the rest of the year? What do you oh, got yeah. touring wise? You know, right now I, I I have the DVD coming out. That's that's the main thing I'm pushing at the moment. This is a Sonic Stump uh, DVD of all my instrumental stuff and shot it over in Brazil with a bunch of fantastic musicians over there. Um, and then I'm I'm in the studio for the next, like, four to five months. Hardcore. I have a bunch of albums that I have to complete. Two of them I can't announce yet, but the Lithic Company will announce them soon. Um, and then I just finished, almost finished, ninth song, about two more to go, and then we start tracking it. I finished an album with uh, Corey Glover on vocals of Living Color. Oh, wow. Just uh, freaking the greatest vocalist I've ever <laughs> had the honor to play with. Oh, my God. Wow. I bet. Yeah, he's off the charts. Incredible. So both of us, we co-write, co-wrote it right down the middle. You know, what's on all the music. Corey comes in, does all the vocals and lyrics, and truly a killer collaboration. So couldn't be more excited about finishing that up. And, um, man, I'm just doing so much. The singer from Queen Extravaganza, the official Queen tribute. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm working with guys in Brazil, so they'll get to announce that soon. So, man, I'm doing about, you know, five albums this year. Wow. So, Keeping busy. That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you just got to stay in the studio and, get, and do that half of it. And then the touring follows that. You know, so just regrouping from the last year and a half of, you know, just um, probably the worst time of my life. Yeah. To, you know, coming out of that and, okay, trying to regroup now and uh, try to get back to, you know, myself. I wanted to ask you, what did you think of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie? What was your take on it? I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. There were moments in the, in the content, I say concert, that's hysterical, because there were moments in the movie where me and my girlfriend wanted to stand up with me were at a concert. <laughs> I was like, yeah, come on! You know, I was like, what is that? You know how you just put yourself into a movie? Yeah, you just immersed um, in it. 
I just lost, you know, you lose yourself in that. I mean, I'm tremendous Queensman, and Freddie in particular. So um, what could you say? Yeah, I mean, I would think Brian May, too. I mean, he's no slouch uh, holding his guitar. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the, the whole band. Uh, it's just, I just was so lost in that movie. And, uh, you know, people say this and that. Oh, well, this time when he's like, who gives an F? Yeah. It's like, just like, really, like, I can't sit there and, and and pick anything out that I just loved it all, you know, regardless of little timeline things that people pick at. Give me a break, who cares? <laughs> Looking forward to the uh, <laughs> the Motley Crue one coming too. That uh, that ought to be an interesting. Yeah, one. yeah, Motley's uh, those guys are nuts, man. You know, that's I can't wait to see all the uh, you know the insanity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, let me yeah. ask you. Let me ask you this question, man. I'm just thinking about it as a as a guitar player and sure. kind of talk philosophy for a second. You know, like the mm-hmm. the uh, old school like metallic album and Justice for All, the the scales of justice kind of yeah. weighing out for a guitar player. Yeah. Is it, you know, like they always say for singers, you know, oh, that guy's touched by God. But is it is it like that for a guitar player? Or is it really just about the guy that practices the most? Or, or does there need to yeah. be some magic in those fingertips? I mean, I mean, I think, you know, there has to be something. There, there is. There's always something else inside. There's, there's elements you cannot teach people. You can't teach people how to play from the heart. You can't teach them the fire inside of you that just makes you want to break the frickin' strings to get them up. You know, you, you can't instill that in someone. That has to be in them. But technically, yeah, technically you can show anybody anything. You know, when you have enough practice, you'll get there. But, yeah, it's 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 the whole, the, the, the passion, grace, and the fire, I say, which uh, also was one of my favorite albums of all time. But <laughs> that's something that's just in somebody. If you had to if you had to weigh it out on the the scales of justice, how do you think it would be? Like say like uh, that that magic versus that practicing. I think you, I think there's got to be. Of course, you have to practice your ass off. We all do. Right. Do, you know when I, when I can, and um, but you got to try equally. You know you can't just be lopsided with one of them. You know, depends on what kind of player you want to be. Some people can't stand people that want to play technical stuff. And they like, you know, the bluesy stuff. The less is more thing. It's like, you know, for me, guitar arts, Al Miola always says, more is more. <laughs> <laughs> less is less. More is more. Uh, it's Al Miola, you know, one of the greatest players ever. You know, but um, it depends what you like, man. I love all kind of music, all kind of guitar players. They just happen to play the way I play. Uh, just uh, talking about some of the, the old school ones and and uh, getting your influences. If you could like chisel out yeah. your own your own Mount Rushmore <laughs> of, of shred, who would who would you chisel on there? <laughs> the Mount Rushmore was it four or five? I, I sound. I like think let's go four, four, four. Yeah, yeah. That's see, see, okay, right there. That motion sucks because there's two. Come on, maybe fourteen forty, you know, or something like that. Like, there's too many, man. When I was growing up. The one thing that I loved was taking something from everyone. You know, I grew up on Eddie Van Halen, Van Rhodes, and Inze, Vi, and I actually just played guitar because of Les Paul. He's the reason I play guitar. Really? So, yeah, my father was a huge Les Paul and Mary Ford fan. And all he did was play Les Paul and Mary Ford. From when I can remember to, you know, to when I started playing guitar. So I always wanted to be Les Paul when I was a little kid, four or five, six years old. <laughs> Um, so it's just too many, man. Like I could never do that. But the greats are all the greats, you know. For, for, for me back then, it was 
Eddie Woods, my Westpool, Aldini, you know, all those guys that just incredible players, John Sykes, J.K. Lee, and they could just keep I can even like you know ten Rushmores. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me let me yeah. get you on this one then. Another another little grouping I like to do. We all know like the big four of thrash metal, right? Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, yeah. Megadeth. So I've been so, kind of kind of working on like the evolution, and I want to kind of add one to it and kick it up a decade and call it the Flannel Five. The Flannel Five. <laughs> oh, so, that's great. So well, I think mean, uh, well, that's kind of easy, you know. Nirvana, so, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, you know, the, the big Yeah, STP sure. and Alice in Chains. So that's what makes it up. It's Nirvana, Pearl there, Jam, there STP, yeah. Soundgarden, Alice yeah. in Chains. But I need to know your numero uno off of that list, out of oh. the flannel five. Your oh. number one pick. Yeah, wow, that's tough. I I think I would have to, I would say Soundgarden, but man, I can't because the mighty Alice in Chains. That's a tough one, you know, because Cornell is one of my favorite vocalists. But Alice in Chains, just from start to finish, is so great. You know, it's really just the sound, just the melody, the tone, the vocals. I can't. I can't pick. No. Come no, on. they're right up there, man. That's... Alice and SDT, and they just can I mean, it sounds sound good. Just ending with talking about it. That's it's it's Alice for me, man, and that's that's kind of the fun of it. That's because that's a great conceit yeah. of it all. They're all great bands, but just about narrowing it down yeah. to that one. And I would think, especially for yeah. a guitar player, I think I think out of all those bands, I think uh, Jerry Cantrell is certainly probably the most prolific guitar player. Yeah. The, the guy that stood out. Oh, without a doubt, you know. But yeah, but then Cornell throws me for a loop, so it's just he was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it, so it can't. <laughs> it's tough yep. and, and uh, just a fun one. I like to have some fun with that one. I appreciate all the time yeah. today, Mike. And just one last question for you, if I, if I could talk a little uh, adrenaline mob, man. And, and sure. you know, certainly uh, uh, yeah. my condolences on, on everything that happened. I Thank wasn't you. sure how much you wanted to talk about that, yeah. if you were willing to talk about the bus accident. No, and yeah. Give maybe yeah, your perspective. I mean, listen, it's, yeah, it's what, what can you say other than you know it was the most terrific thing that ever happened. Uh, I could, I think it's safe to say in all of our lives, every single person on that that highway, at least for me, uh, and I guess I can only speak for myself. It's just a daily struggle. I struggle with it every day, you know, and uh, mentally and very physically. I've had multiple surgeries. I have a couple more still to go. What can you say? Nightmare. War scene something I could never wish on the most horrible person on earth. You know, uh, I would never wish that on anyone. Then we lost two beautiful people. Yeah. You know, Dave Zabodowski and Janet Brains. Uh, you know, she was a dear friend of mine. Um, <laughs> there's nothing you can say. It was, it, it was, and it was senseless. That was, that's what was, I'll never get over that. You know, the way it happened, completely senseless. Did he fall asleep? Do we know? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, uh, what, what what can you say? I'm still rendered speechless. You know, it's something, that, you know, the minute I open them to the minute I close them, and even when I'm sleeping, it's, it's something that just will haunt myself and I'm sure on all of us forever. Yeah. I, I can't get into exactly what happened that day, uh, but it's it's beyond, uh, you know, beyond words for me. Just a really horrendous uh, thing that, yeah, it's you, as you can see right now. It's still tough for you. Yeah, no, and I, 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 I appreciate it, and, and and you know, I know nothing will ever bring those people back, but hopefully, this guy gets the uh, the justice he deserves as well, too. 
yeah, right. Any justice does any justice to to respect the huge question? Like, no, no, it'll never turn back anytime soon. Yeah. Is there any talk about making music with Russell again, or? or... Um, I, I, you know, right now, General Mars is just, just, just uh, you know, on that, on that highway, you know, at that same spot, and just a kind of a, a, a giant lying dormant, you know. Um, and and I, I adored the band and everything they did, and I put my heart, my soul, my blood, my tears, yeah. everything into it. You know, I, I adored it, General Mars. So, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, great. We're just trying to, right now, we're just moving forward, uh, you know. But yeah, you know, when I when I listen back to the stuff, yeah, you know, there's uh, some cool ass stuff there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I was just going to say, like, especially that last album. I talked to Russell a couple weeks before that tour happened, and you know, Chasing Dragons yeah. one of my all time favorite tunes. Like, love that uh, tune. Yeah, man. I mean, we we put our, our heart and soul. We do to everyone, you know. There's something about everyone, you know, from from working with Portnoy on the first two and then AJ on the next two to uh, we the people really driving someone's home and, and listening like doing uh, working on topics like Chasing Dragons, which we all each had a person that we had to deal with with that, and everyone does. Yep, I did too. It's horrible. Yeah, it's a horrible, you know, thing that's going on in the world. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, an absolute uh, crying shame. Yeah, I, it's yeah. funny. I just talked to uh, a week or two ago, uh, Chad Salega, who who played drums for a minute. Oh, I love Chad. Drum. I was with, just with Chad at, at NAMM. Yeah. 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 Great crazy. drummer. And looking forward to his new band and everything that he's got going on. He's killing it. Yeah. He's Blackstone Riders, and he's just launched Walking with Lions. Uh, he's great. Chad's a huge talent. We've done, we've worked together plenty of times before. Just besides that one tour that he filled in for AJ, done so many other things together, working on stuff behind the scenes. So awesome dude. Yeah, killer, Michael. Well, I appreciate all the time. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at kcalfm.com. Adios.